Welcome to the Ain't That the Truth podcast. I'm Revy Melissa, your host. We are here to proclaim that truth's name is Jesus. We rely on the Bible to explore, understand, and grow in absolute truth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ain't That the Truth. I am Revy Melissa, your host, and I am so excited to be with you all today. We are going to have fun together today. I'm really excited about this episode. So um, this season we have been in a series on commonly known verses and really digging deep into these verses and what are they really saying, looking at their context, instead of them just being sort of like cliche verses that we repeat but we don't really understand their meaning. Today I kind of wanted to take a little bit of a break from that to give everybody kind of a little bit of a break so it so it doesn't become monotonous and wanted to discuss something else that I wanted to just share with you guys. So today we're going to talk about Bible study resources and kind of how I do my Bible study, what I've been doing. I've shared a little bit of this with you guys before, but my Bible study is constantly changing and evolving and I love when I get to t- tell other people, this is what I'm doing. This is what works for me. This this is some of my, these are some of my suggestions. Here's, you know, just some tools that you could put in your tool bag for later use. Um, or you can say, you know what, that's not going to work for me. And that's okay. Because one thing about it is there's not one way to study the Word of God. There are many different ways in which you can go about it. Many different resources you can use. Many different uh, plans that people follow. And it kind of just depends on your learning style the, the time that you have to spend in your Bible study, the money you have to spend on resources, um, it depends on a lot of things. And so I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about some of my fam- favorite resources, my favorite study Bibles, things that I've learned from other people, things that I'm implementing right now, just in order to help you. Because in this channel, we are all about the truth. And we know that the truth comes from Jesus Christ. He is the truth. And he is also the word, John 1, 1. And so studying the word of God and studying that truth, that timeless truth, it says in Hebrews 4, 12, that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing through joint and marrow, um, discerning the thoughts and intents of the heart, We know that the Bible is living, that it is still for us today. And it's important that we study scripture, that we understand what scripture is saying. It's the guide by which we should live and honestly should be our number one resource when it comes to how to live life, how to navigate what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Um, the God, it, it shows us who God is. It's his way. Uh, one of the biggest ways that he uses to communicate to us is through the word. And so the first four things that I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about are different study Bibles that I have come across, that I have heard about, that I have done my research on. Some of these I own, some of these I do not own yet and would like to own in the future. But four different kind of Bible uh, study Bibles that I think would be helpful for people depending on where you're at in your Bible study life and in your walk with Christ. So the first one, and I had to make this my first one, is the Fire Bible. I am, like most of you know, a licensed Assemblies of God minister, and the Fire Bible is a charismatic Pentecostal 
full of the Spirit and examples of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, that's what the Fire Bible is. You know, fire, you know, represents the Holy Spirit. And so, really, the Fire Bible has notes at the bottom of the page. The Fire Bible, it's set up um, generally as a two-column study Bible where there's a kind of a line and then the second half of every page are the notes on the scriptures. So it's separated and I like how the notes are separated. It is a pet peeve of mine and honestly a trigger of mine if people write their notes right along with the scripture instead of making it a definitive like this is the actual inspired word of God and these are the commentaries and thoughts of men. I think it's very important that we distinguish the two and the Fire Bible does a good job of making it very clear this up here is the inspired word of God this here are scholars and very strong men and women of the faith that have done their study and are writing good notes to help people understand what the scripture is saying but nonetheless it does need to be differentiated the fire bible does just that it does a really good job of that the fire bible like i said is the fire bible so it it, a lot of it talks about the holy spirit and how you can see the holy spirit from the first page to the last page of the Bible. And the Holy Spirit's work in the Bible, a lot about spiritual gifts, a lot about, you know, kind of what separates Pentecostalism and and, and charismatic movement from from other um, sects of Christianity. The Fire Bible, I had one when I was a teenager. I got one and um, I remember it was a personal sized, it was a black leather bound, beautiful silver gilded pages but I loved it and I learned so much of the fire bible it was good to be able to read the scripture and then be able to look below okay I don't really quite understand what this verse is saying it was a really good tool I loved the notes in there it was really helpful for me so the fire bible is one that if you are really wanting to um, go deeper in your understanding of the holy spirit go deeper in uh, your understanding of spiritual gifts and how those are displayed in the Bible, really wanting to have a Pentecostal kind of perspective of the Word of God, the Fire Bible is one for you. I highly recommend it. I know that it comes in different versions. Um, I think the one that I had when I was younger was NIV maybe. I could be wrong on that. Um, but I recently purchased one for my mom, and it is an English Standard Version. So like I said, I highly recommend the Fire Bible. Number two on my list is called the NLT, so the New Living Translation, Filament Bible. And I honestly just came across this. Um, the other day, I was watching a YouTube channel. So I love to learn from other people and I love following different YouTube channels that are about Bible study, that are about the Bible, about, you know, Bible journaling, about um, different topics in in Christianity, whatever the case may be. I love following those. It's something that fills my time, but fills it with good things, you know, good, solid things that are going to bring me closer to Christ instead of just watching, you know, just any old thing. And so one of the the ones that I that I follow, they were doing, you know, their top seven, I think it was study Bibles. And I came across this one. It's called the New Living Translation Filament Bible. And I did not know what it was, but once I heard this video and heard him talk about it, I then did my research. And actually, I'm really excited because I have one coming in the mail. I'm really excited about it. So what the NLT uh, Filament uh, Bible is... 
I go, the one that I got personally is just a thin line Bible. So it's going to be very thin, very portable for for me personally when I go and travel as uh, I'm itinerating as a global worker and, and preaching at different churches and speaking at different churches. It's going to be easy for me to carry around and travel with. But the filament part, so filament is actually an app, um, kind of a website, an app that that has, um, from what I've done my research, over like 25,000 um, study notes on the Bible. You can, there's different videos on different topics, different articles on different topics in the Bible, uh, maps. Um, it's very interactive. It's basically a study Bible through an app and so you have the smaller bible like i said mine's a thin line i got a really pretty turquoise one and it costs less than 25 dollars. it was a super affordable one uh, because i'm not all about spending you know a hundred bucks on a bible if i can spend um a lower amount of money on a bible that's probably what i'm gonna go with um so it's a thin line bible easy to transport but you have access to so many different notes um, and Bible studies and resources and articles and maps and stuff online. I'm really excited. So the way that it works, from what I understand, is in the front of the Bible, it's going to have kind of a QR code that I can scan in on my phone or on my computer. I'll probably do my computer to have, you know, a bigger screen, but I'll be able to pull it up on my computer and it'll um, be able to take me through, you know, the different study notes that it has. I'll have access to everything that it has to offer. And the filament app is actually free. So I paid what, 20 bucks for a Bible. Then I have a free app that's going to give me access to all these videos. Like I'm just really excited about it. And so, and the NLT, one of the, the, the questions that a lot of people I think have when it comes to studying the word of God are translations. You know, because you have some people that are very much so King James Version is the only true, uh, truly good translation and the only one that you should be reading. If you're reading everything else, it's it's faulty and you're not going to get what you really need to out of the Word of God. I personally do not have that belief. I believe that every translation, and now I'm saying translation, not paraphrase, but every translation of the Word of God has good qualities to it. There are some, it's on a spectrum. And so there are some that are uh, what you would call literal kind of word for word, where it really goes word from word from the original manuscripts, the original um, Arabic, Greek, Hebrew, and then translates it into the English language. And then there's some that kind of go on the other end, which it's more topical. So it takes the concept and, and, and then translates it based off the concept. So it's not necessarily word for word. It's kind of section by section. And then you got some that are kind of in the middle. And so, like I said, each one of them has their strengths and each one of them has their place I think and so for me personally I think it's important for us to study different translations of the Bible to not just use one and be one and done it's good to sometimes look at different scriptures and say okay I'm going to read this in the New King James Version and then I'm going to read it in the ESV and then I'm going to read it in the NLT and then I'll have the probably the best understanding of the scripture that I can prop possibly have reading it from all three translations the nlt the one that the filament bible is is mainly in 
It's called the New Living Translation, and it's one that is not the word-for-word kind of literal translation. It kind of goes from kind of uh, paragraph to paragraph, so it kind of is more conceptual, not word-for-word, if that makes sense. And so it's um, more for people who um, would not really understand maybe the word-for-word because it can kind of be complicated. It's more for new Christians and people who want kind of the Word of God in easy-to-understand language. That's kind of the NLT. And I'm really excited because I have not done a lot of study with the NLT. I mainly use the New King James Version or the English Standard Version, which the New King James is very, very much so kind of like the literal uh, word-for-word. And then the ESV is more towards that side, um, but it's in the middle as well. Um, So I'm excited to see one that's more just kind of topical and kind of goes section by section. So I'm excited to get this Bible, but I think it is good for anybody who wants to go deeper in their Bible study but doesn't want to have like a big clunky study Bible because I don't know if any of you have seen some of the thicker study Bibles, but they are heavy and hard to carry around. So if you're wanting something that you can use in your uh significant Bible study time to help you grow deeper but also that you could carry to church or carry around with you whenever you go different places the NLT filament Bible would be a great option so that's my second Bible um, study Bible that I would kind of recommend the third one is one that I have not gotten yet and honestly it's going to probably be my next big purchase whenever um, I have time and the, and the money to really find one that that I want that that looks appealing to me but it is the cultural background study bible so when reading the word of god you know it's easy to um possibly especially in the, in the in the old testament not really understand what it's talking about because we don't sometimes understand the culture of what was going on at the time what, what does this mean in a cultural context, which would help us understand why some of the things were written the way that they were written. And this is true for mainly the Old Testament, but also for the New Testament as well. Um, one of the examples of kind of a cultural kind of topic that I think gets misconstrued in the church is the topic of women in ministry. There are some portions of the Bible that people use to argue that women should not be in ministry and should not be in leadership in the church. But when you really look at those scriptures and look at the cultural background, people, um, the women in that back in back in those times, they were uneducated. They they um, could not properly Um, interpret the Bible or um, really teach the Bible and so that's why culturally women were not ministered because they were uneducated unlearned and and didn't have the resources that we do today so it's important to understand that that was more of uh, something that was culturally based um, versus something that is you know hey um, baptism by submersion that's something that is universal it was back then jesus was baptized by immersion and we should today women in ministry yeah it wasn't plausible in that time due to the culture but today women are able to go to bible college women are able to study the word of god they are able to get proper education in order to be able to be teachers of the gospel and so this kind of cultural background will help you understand the culture which the Bible was written in. So for some of those um, Old Testament passages where, you know, it's hard to understand what what did life um, in Egypt look like for the Israelites before they were um, 
taken um, away um, towards the promised land, what was it like for them? It, this cultural background study Bible is going to kind of give you that 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 background of the culture and what things uh, look like and and what it was like. So that way we have a deeper understanding of what's going on in the Bible. I'm very interested in this because it's something that I feel like I lack. I don't understand a lot about you know the culture back then, and I think the scripture would be illuminated to me in a different light and in a different way, um, being able to understand the culture better. The fourth one is very similar to the Cultural Background Study Bible. It is called the Archaeological Study Bible. Again, this is one that I don't have, but I would love to have in the future. And in this Bible, there's a lot of pictures in there. It talks a lot about archaeology um, and what things looked like back in biblical times. Again, it gives us a better understanding. It kind of coupled with the background, cultural background study Bible would give us a more complete picture of what things looked like. Some of the things in the Old Testament that we we couldn't visualize and picture because we didn't grow up in those times. Um, you can see the archaeology of like, this is where this took place. This is what um, that place would have looked like back then. This is what the... Um, people in war would have been wearing back in those days this is what the ark of the covenant uh most likely looked like you know it it really gives us a greater understanding and a better visual of what was happening back then so those are four different bible um study bibles that i would recommend like i said um two of those i have or one of them i will have and one of them i already have and then the other two are ones that i would love to add to my repertoire uh, eventually when i have more money and am able to uh, look into getting one the next four things that i wanted to talk about are kind of resources that could aid you in your bible study these are resources that i have and i have used and i have found super helpful when I'm getting deep into my Bible study. So this is uh, a list for people who don't just want to read the word, like read a chapter and be like, okay, that was nice. I'm putting it away. But really, really want to dig deep into what is this scripture saying? I want to know this passage of scripture kind of inside and out. The first one that I would recommend in this category is the Matthew Henry commentary. So a little personal story that kind of touched my heart was uh about i would say two months ago i was just hanging out with my parents and i walked into their room and they have a bookshelf in in their room and all of a sudden i saw that that we had the matthew henry commentary the different sets i think there's like six or seven in the in the whole you know set of matthew henry commentaries if you get them in individual books and I saw that we had those, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know we had those. These would have been, it would have been nice to know that we had these." And my mom was like, "Yes, your um, uncle Greg, who he was a youth pastor, he was a minister, loved the Lord, great man of God. I miss him so much. He passed away um, several years back, and and she was like, it was his. Uh, my aunt Kathy ended up giving it to us." Um, whenever he passed and I had no idea that they were there and I got so so excited we don't have the whole set though there was like two of the books that we were missing but what we did have it was awesome and I was really excited about it and so after that I was like you know what 
I would like to have all of them. And I would also like to have one that I could use without worrying about whether something spills on it or whatever. Those are family treasure that I want to be able to treasure forever and I don't want to get ruined. So I ended up buying the Matthew Henry commentary that's all one big book. It's a massive book but it's the comprehensive uh, Matthew Henry commentary. I ended up finding one, a used one online and I ended up buying it and I absolutely love it. It um is a reputable source because I do want to put a disclaimer here. You have to be careful. The commentaries that you're using, the the study Bibles that you get, really take the time to research the scholars that are writing the notes because that will help you to understand like are these people ones that have been really been taught well, that are theologically sound, that are coming from a theological and doctrine place that's uh, uh, coincides with what I believe or am I going to have to be careful of what they're saying and so I had done uh, research Matthew Henry commentary is one that I really do trust and I love mine so basically uh, the one that I have it'll go through and so it'll say like Matthew 5 verses 1 through 12 and it'll give me paragraphs of like this is what this is talking about this is um, where this came from it even kind of talks about maybe other scriptures that talk about these different to- uh, concepts I just love it it's it helps me to like dig deeper into the scripture and then I can transfer those notes some of those notes into my bible as they speak to me so the Matthew Henry commentary is probably the number one source that I would recommend to you I would recommend getting it used if you're going to get it because um, getting it new can be pricey depending on where you get it from. So I'm always a proponent of getting used books because they don't have to be in perfect condition if you're just going to use them for your Bible study anyways. So I would always go for used if you can to save yourself some money. Because I would like to note here that your Bible study does not have to be expensive. You don't have to be rich in order to have an in-depth Bible study. That's why a lot of these resources that I'm actually going to be talking about either are at a low cost or the next three you can actually get for free. So the next uh, Bible study resource that I would um, recommend to somebody who wants to go deeper in their Bible study is a Bible dictionary. And you can get Bible dictionaries for free online. On my computer, I actually got a free Bible um, dictionary app. And I love it. So I can click on it. And if there's a word that I want to know more about, a place in the Bible that I want to know more about, I just have to type it in, press enter. And everything about that word is kind of laid out there. Um, And so like the other day, I researched Zion And everything about the word Zion, what it's talking about, popped up there. Um, Or if you're wanting to to know all the places in the Bible that talk about love and the different kinds of love that's mentioned in the Bible, you can research love and it will pull it up. Every definition of love that there is, um, the different types of love, and where love is found in the Bible. It's a very great resource. And like I said before, it is free. I was able to freely download it on my computer. And now I have access to it whenever I need it. The third Bible study resource that I would recommend is the Strong's Concordance. So a concordance um, is something that I would recommend because we don't speak Hebrew or Greek 
or Arabic. Most of us don't. I don't think anybody who's going to be listening to this podcast probably does. Or if you have had those classes in, in college, most of you probably aren't going to be fluent in it. And so the Strong's Concordance will actually give you the original kind of Greek or Hebrew word um, for whatever topic it is that you're studying. And it'll show you, okay, like if it's justice, it'll show you every time that the the word justice is in the Bible. So that way, if you want to do a word study and really go and dig deep into a word that is used in the Bible, you can find every time that it's used in the Bible, the different contexts that it's used in, um, the different maybe Hebrew words for justice and what those different words mean and how they uh, correlate and how they're different. It's a great tool. I happen to have the actual strong concordance, like the physical book. It is huge and definitely not going to be able to take it to Africa with me because it would almost take up an entire suitcase or at least half of one. That's how huge it is. But I did find that you can actually find the strong concordance online. So that kind of ties into my last resource. And my last resource is called Bible Hub. It is online. You can Google it, Bible Hub, and it'll give you the strong concordance. Um, It'll give you different places where different words and scripture is in the Bible. It is a good free tool for whenever you're wanting to to look up a word and to know uh, how often it's used in the Bible, where all it's used in the Bible. But you don't want to have to have, again, a clanky book that costs more than it should. It's, again, a free source. So, again, I want to promote your Bible study does not have to be expensive. To go deep in the Word, it doesn't have to be an expensive thing. And so the cheaper, in my opinion, the better. So there are free resources. Again, I'm giving you the reputable ones that I found because, again, you cannot trust everything online. You cannot trust every study Bible out there, every commentary out there. You've got to do your research and, and learn from trusted people and do your own research on these different commentaries, on these different Bibles to make sure that they really truly are theologically sound and line up with what you believe. So the next thing I wanted to talk to you about for a few minutes, I know that we've kind of been a little long-winded this week, but another thing that I wanted to talk about was my own personal Bible that I'm using right now and kind of how I've been doing my Bible study. So I know I've mentioned it on this channel before, but I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this Bible that I got. I got it, um, I think, about six months ago, and it is called an interleaved Bible. The translation I'm currently using is the English Standard Version, the ESV, and an interleaved Bible basically means that in between every page of the Bible, there's a blank page for uh, me to be able to write notes on. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. So about seven months ago, I was flipping through um, YouTube, just looking at, at different videos, and you know how it shows for you based off some of the stuff that I had been uh, watching and listening to, there was this channel called How to Faith a Life that popped up as something you might enjoy, and it was called Bible Journaling. Well, it caught my eye, so I clicked on a video. And this 
woman who hosts this uh, YouTube channel. She is a former seminary student and a youth pastor's wife, and she has an interleaved Bible as well. And she would go through and talk about writing notes in her Bible, color coding it, using scrapbook paper to make it look good, but really how she digs deep into the word and writes the notes actually in her Bible. And it caught my eye and caught my heart. And I was like, this could bring my Bible study to the next level. Um, Because, you know, sometimes when you've grown up in church and and you've been studying the Bible for a long time, you just every once in a while need something that will kind of freshen up your Bible study and kind of rekindle kind of a flame and a passion for Bible study. And this is honestly what I needed. And it has been awesome. I love my interleaved Bible. I have loved getting different scrapbooking materials and making it pretty. But more than the prettiness, because the prettiness isn't what matters. It helps me personally, because if it's beautiful, I'm more likely to want to look at it. But what's important is the quality of the notes that I have been able to take. Because I've been writing notes in my Bible. I've been studying the scripture to fill those blank pages with notes. So as I read scripture, I'm looking in the Matthew Henry commentary. I'm looking at my Bible dictionary looking at the different study Bibles and saying, hey, what notes can I write about this passage that will help me now and in the future to understand these different passages of scripture better? And like I said, I have loved it. My Bible's already getting thick with all of the notes that I have done. It's getting colorful with all of the different crayons and highlighters that I've used. I, like I said, it's been I've been a nerd with it, I will admit, but it has been something that has really revolutionized my Bible studies and honestly has helped me to grow in my biblical knowledge and has made me grow deeper in just my love of the word and my joy of doing my devotions every day. I've totally enjoyed it. So you might ask, what kind of notes do you write in your Bible? That is a really great question. My first, first, first thing I want to tell you is do not be afraid to make mistakes in your Bible. I know it could be scary. Oh my goodness, writing the notes actually in your Bible. What if you make a mistake? It's okay. Mistakes can be made. You can mark through them. Use whiteout. Use scrapbook paper, whatever to fix mistakes. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. But one of the, the, I guess, um, tips that I would give you guys is to write notes that matter. Don't just write something that kind of sounds good that fills up a page, but really what is going to help you in the future enhance your knowledge of this passage of scripture. So will this definition of a particular word help you in the future when you're reading this passage again to kind of remind you, oh, this is what this word actually means that will help enhance and deepen your understanding of that scripture. Those are the kind of notes that you want to write in your Bible. So I make sure that if I'm writing it in my Bible, it's going to be something that's going to help me understand that passage of scripture later. It's things that I'm going to want to remember later when I'm studying the word of God. Because again, it's not about filling up a page. It's not about making this Bible pretty. It's about enhancing and deepening our Bible study and our knowledge of the word. And lastly, before we end this episode, I just wanted to say some words of encouragement. I know some of you might have listened to this podcast and and maybe you liked what you heard. Maybe you, you were like, oh, those, you know, study Bibles, they sound good. Those, those Bible dictionaries and commentaries, they sound good. But you might be thinking to yourself, I'm not that educated. 
I am not that smart. I am kind of a beginner in my walk with Christ and in my Bible study. So I could never be that in depth or do those things or study those things. I want to say that is all lies of the enemy. So don't allow that to 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 captivate your mind. Hold those thoughts captive. Anybody can go deep in their Bible study. Anybody. That's why I said if you are a beginner Christian, I would probably go with the New Living Translation. It's an easy to understand translation. And if you get the Filament Study Bible, again, you have Bible notes that will help you as you're studying the scripture to understand what it's saying. There are videos, there are articles, there are maps that will help you. Anybody, no matter how educated, whether you have a master's degree or whether you didn't graduate high school, anybody can be a scholar of the word of God. There are enough resources out there that you can be a scholar. And I want you to know that everybody's at a different place in their walk with Christ. Everybody's at a different place in their knowledge of the word of God. And so don't be ashamed of where you are, but don't be afraid to go deeper either, because we should always want to go deeper because no matter how knowledgeable you are, how long you've been a Christian, how long you studied the word of God, there's always going to be more to learn. I have so much to learn about the Bible, and that's why I'm excited that I have these resources and tools that will help me. I have not arrived, and I will never arrive to this side of heaven. So I will constantly be a student of Jesus, a student of the Word of God. And so I encourage you, anybody who is listening, that you know what? All it takes is the first step. Maybe it's purchasing the NLT filament Bible and saying, you know what? I want to grow deeper. Maybe you already have a Bible, and you're like, you know what? I can download that free Bible dictionary app and maybe take my Bible study to the next level. Whatever it might be for you, I would encourage you just take the next step. Take the next step. And lastly, I also want to say that although these resources that I gave you are great and I completely obviously love them or I wouldn't have made a whole podcast episode about it, I do want to put a disclaimer that the greatest asset to your Bible study is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that illuminates scripture to us, that really makes the scripture come to life. And there's no um, study Bible, there is no resource out there that is greater than the Holy Spirit in that. And we all who have come to know Jesus, um, who have come into a saving knowledge of him, have access to the Holy Spirit we have access to be spirit-filled and to, um, with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues, that's the way I believe that it's the initial evidence of speaking in tongues, but then after that, a whole new world is opened up to us, and I believe that one of those things is discernment and discerning, um, what the scripture is saying, and it'll help you discern if something is not, um, in par with scripture it is contrary to it so the holy spirit is honestly going to be your greatest asset the things that i talked about in this episode today are just going to help you even grow uh, deeper so coupling that with the holy spirit having these um, other resources that will really help i think would be beneficial so again i just want to encourage you no matter where you're at in your walk with christ no matter where you're at as far as education level No matter who you are, you can go deeper in your Bible study. And I would encourage you to do so because studying the word of God is the greatest thing that you could ever do for yourself. Being a student of the word 
and growing deeper in your knowledge of the word of God is the most important thing I think that you could ever do. And I feel strongly about that. I'm a big proponent of that because ain't that the truth? It's all about truth. And the biggest um, form of truth that we have today is the word of God. We have access to it. It's the word of God. It's truth. It's infallible. It's inerrant. It's living and active. It guides us. It transforms us. It helps us. It lights our path. The Bible is just amazing, and what better thing to do but be a student of the Word. So before we end this episode, I wanted to pray, but I hope that this episode just really encouraged you to grow deeper. It gave you maybe some ideas on things that you could do in your Bible study to kind of um, maybe spice it up a little bit, and hopefully something about this episode spoke to you and maybe ignited a fire in you. So dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you like I always try to do, that you've given me this opportunity and this platform to be able to be an encouragement to people. I love being a podcast host and getting to do this, not for my glory, but for yours, Jesus, and to make your name known and to make the Bible known and to just help people grow in their knowledge of the truth and in their faith in you, Jesus. And I pray for anybody who's listening, God, for those that that maybe they're they're feeling discouraged, like I could never do this. I could never grow grow that deep in my knowledge of the Word of God. Let them know that yes, yes, they can. That it just takes them making that first step, and the Holy Spirit will guide them and will help them and will direct them and will illuminate the Scripture to them. God, if 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 they have any discouragement, God, let it be gone in Your name. I pray that. Um, they would be able to use these resources that I, I have kind of let them know of to, to just grow in their knowledge, not so just that way they could have knowledge, but they could apply it to their life and they can help other people come to know you through the knowledge that they have of your word. And again, I thank you, God, for who you are. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. I love you all. And next week we will continue our